the beautiful thing about ritual is that that is what connects us. Um, and I love that you use the, the term new age because that allows me to point out that, you know, even though we use the term new age, that this is not new at all, that it's actually quite the opposite. It's yes. going back to the ancient age. It's going back to ancient practices. Woman. Woman. Whoa. Man. <laughs> she stole my cat. She was a thief. <laughs> You've got to believe. Oh my gosh. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, best movie ever. So are we interviewing Mike Myers? No, we're not. But we are interviewing an absolute goddess who is a whoa manifester. Yes, she is. And you are going to fall in love with this queen. We did. And we cannot wait to share all of the juiciness with you. So Aviola Abrams is who we are interviewing, and she is an author. She is the, I like to think of her as like the goddess initiator. Ooh, I love that. And she really yeah. speaks into, you know, how to really create rituals yes. to um, empower yourself to reignite your inner goddess. Yes, but I, you know, I wish that those of you that are listening could come into our soul shed mm. and be with us because when you are with this woman <laughs> the energy is so magnetic yeah. and she is so loving and i'm just seeing like a big heart around her mm -hmm. the entire time i love co-creating with her i love sharing space with her and and you guys are in for such a sweet Treat. A sweet treat. You mean a honeypot treat? A honeypot? <laughs> a manifestation parfait is what we're going to be talking about. A manifestation sweet love parfait is what we're going to be talking about and how you can bring these rituals into your day-to-day -day life. Yeah, so just imagine loving up on yourself every single day and having tools to do that. I'm all in. Me too. Welcome to the Soul Ascend podcast with your hosts, Meg and Jen. We're going to help you mega manifest and generate your soul's highest ascension in business, relationships, spirituality, money, and health. Welcome and let's dive in. All right. Hello, 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 Megan. Hello, Jen. Hi, I'm ready to interview this <laughs> goddess. Are you? I'm just looking at this goddess right here, oh. and I, I feel like she is just came down from the heavens and landed in our studio. Sometimes I wish our audience could see our guests Same. because it's just magical. And um, we were just even speaking off camera, and I was like, I love her energy. I want to go like fly to New York right now. I know. <laughs> Can we come visit you, please? I anytime changed. <laughs> <laughs> anytime. <laughs> You guys, we have a juicy conversation ready for you today. We have with us Abiola Abrams, who is a best-selling author of the a best-selling author, and you just released the African Goddess Initiation. She also has Oracle card decks. She runs retreats. She does so many things that has to do with really embracing the goddess within and that being a form of self-love. So thank you so much for being with us today, sister. 
Oh, thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here in your circle with the two of you. Yeah, this is going to be great. I've, I've been wanting to sit with you and be a part of a conversation with you since I saw an interview that you had done with Megan on a separate piece. And I just was so called to your energy and what you're doing in the world. So I would love it if you could maybe just start to dive in and share a little bit about what the goddess is, what it means and, and how people can activate it. Yes. So first of all, again, thank you for being here. I love your energy too and feel so connected and drawn to the both of you. But I think that that's, that is the definition of what goddess energy is. It's when, you know, we have activated within us and remembered who we truly are. And so all of us are little sparks of the divine that are here having this human experience. And Tuning in with your goddess energy is remembering that, you know, we are, all of us who are alive on the planet right now, for the most part, are outside of maybe baby boomers, but for the most part are people who grew up hearing, just love yourself and, you know, you can do anything, just love yourself, but they didn't tell us how. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to tell us how. Well, yes, yes. And the reason they didn't tell us how, you know, the well-meaning people who raised us, as I always say, (laughs) the well-meaning people who raised us didn't know how Mm because no one told them either. And so the easiest way for all of us, the easiest and most complicated way, no matter what your experience is, is to remember your own divinity, to come into alignment with the fact that you are a piece of the divine and fall in love with that. Fall in love and embrace that energy. Ooh, okay. Can we go deeper? Can we go yes, deeper? Yes, So you said you are sparks of the divine. I love that. Should be on a T-shirt, by the way. Yeah. So, okay. or maybe, no, no. <laughs> uh, maybe it's in your oracle card deck. I don't know. Is it in your oracle card deck? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, maybe we can co-create one together. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So you are sparks of the divine. We are all part of the divine. What does that mean? So what that means is that, you know, whatever it is that, however it is that a person defines the divine, which is different for each of us, but that God force energy, that universal source energy, that, um, you know, whatever it is, the name that you assign is not out there, but is in here. Mm -hmm. And so that is what it means. And I remember the first time that I, I heard those words and got it. I was about 12 years old. And my dad is a, amongst many other things, he's a journalist, he's a, you know, the definition of like Caribbean having 15 jobs, but he's also a minister. (laughs) (laughs) He is a minister. And so we often had um, services at home. Um, And so he was giving a service and talking, and he said the words that, you know, he said, you know, God is not someone in the sky, a man in the sky, he was like, you know, the divine is within, it's in here. Yes. And for some reason, you know, there's a lot of that that I I blocked out (laughs) over the years because it was, you know, when you're a kid, everything's embarrassing, but it was was embarrassing to be, you know, praying in the house with your your parents or whatever um, for me at the time. But those words really took me and 
and hung on to me. And I remember them clearly to this day. And so it's easy to forget that, right? It's easy to forget that or to right. never know it. I think that we know it when we're children. You watch yes. children playing, they're so free and they express themselves and they're loud. And, you know, when they, when they want something, they cry when they, when they you know, yes. when, and, then they're, and then they're over it like that and yes. they move on. My kids and, think they're God. Yes, it's a true story. <laughs> don't tell them they are. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they, they absolutely are. You know, all of us are, but we forget that, you know? So reclaiming your divinity is relearning and loving, learning to love yourself, falling back in love with yourself by learning and remembering that you are a piece of the divine. Mm -hmm. You are goddess energy. You are God force energy, however you want to term it. I, I love that we're speaking into this. And I also, I actually kind of want to take a step back. And I love that Megan asked your definition of divinity and divine. But I think there might be some people listening to the podcast that are like, okay, great. I get that. Like, it's kind of an esoteric concept. <laughs> so Maybe for some people that are just stepping into new age spirituality or really kind of starting to tap into what that means to them, mm -hmm. Aviola, is there maybe some um, strategy or maybe some step-by-step -step processes, something that's yes. very tangible that maybe can help people anchor to that and um, allow them to activate that goddess with some, some things to do? Mm -hmm. Yes. Ooh, good question. Oh my God, yeah. Jen. That makes all the sense in the world. That's okay. actually why I, my, my last book, the book that just came out is all rituals awesome. because you know, the reason why ritual is in the word spiritual is that's how we connect with our divinity. Mm -hmm. And as you said, Jen, you know, it's esoteric. It feels like, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, we heard just love yourself and it's like, okay, well, that's great. <laughs> that's fine. You know, how, you know, especially when, you know, most of the people who are listening to this, we're, we we all grew up in the Western world mm -hmm. where you're inundated with advertising and, you yes. know, external voices telling you 300 times a day, what is wrong with you? What yep. is yes. broken about yes. you? And oh. so what we need to know is that the reason why that is, is that we live in a capitalist country and capitalist society and they yes. have to tell us what's broken so that we can buy things to fix it, but that's not what's going to do it. So right. ritual the, the beautiful thing about ritual is that that is what connects us. Um, and I love that you use the, the term new age because that allows me to point out that, you know, even though we use the term new age, that this is not new at all, that it's actually quite the opposite. It's yes. going back to the ancient age. It's going back to ancient practices. So um, one of the things that I did in the book African Goddess Initiation is that I shared uh, 42 ancient African rituals from the diaspora, but then you know, kind of translated them and shared 42 more self-love rituals that we can do, you know, who are not necessarily on a plane, you know, in, you know, or, or on, you know, in the Sahara or, you know, that we can, we can do to actualize in our lives. Mm. And some of them are very, very simple things. So one of the things that if someone is watching this and wants to begin a self-love practice that I, I want you to know is that, you know, we think that this kind of journey, when you talk 
about self-love or spiritual awakening that it's oh it's gonna be rainbows and strawberries and <laughs> and and it is that but it's also you know going into the plummet plummet plumbing the depths of yourself Mm. And a lot of shadow work. Shadow so work, yeah. I, I do a lot of shadow work exercises with people, you know, on retreats and in this book and, and one-on-one and all of that, because the shadow, our shadow selves are the parts of ourselves that we buried, that we right. stuffed down, the parts that we're trying to fix with all of the external stuff. Right. I know I said a lot of stuff in there, but <laughs> yeah. you know. oh, I'm with you a hundred percent. Yeah. I love, I love that you said that self-love is not just about pleasure because mm. I think <laughs> yeah. when I hear self-love, I'm like sex. <laughs> That's where I go always. You know that. <laughs> it's, my, it's my dirty third grade humor. Coming through. <laughs> but it's not, it's not always rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't have to be beautiful. And right. my experience, Abiola, with shadow work is, yes, it's been deep. It's been heavy at times. It's been confronting. And it's also been beautiful to be able to alchemize, you know, some of the things that we've put a Band-Aid on and, and just kept burying down to actually bring that to light and work through it has been one of the most beautiful and extraordinary experiences in my personal lifetime. Uh, And I know for my clients as well, the clients that I've worked with. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. Sorry to step on your words there, Megan. For me, for me too. For me too. Um, I think that that is important to know because I've heard from some people that they're afraid to go deep or look within because they feel like, well, what if I can't get out of it? You know, I I feel like they, they, they say, you know, well, what if I, what if I, you know, we're afraid like that we might find something so ugly and so, you know, all of that, but there, there's beauty in our ugliness. There's Mm -hmm. beauty in all of it. There's beauty in all of it. And I think that it's really important, as you said, that, you know, that we do that work. And so one of the things that's unusual, for example, about the, the, the goddesses in my book and also in my in my in my next uh, oracle card deck is that I also include shadow creatures, monsters, basically, mm. oh. you know, um, so I include goddesses from the African diaspora and the African diaspora means, you know, the continent of Africa and then all of us, you know, African people who are descendants of Africa living, you know, in South America, Central America, the United States, sure. um, Latin America. So I also include monsters, mm. quote unquote monsters to represent, you know, the so-called monsters that we have within us, the, the ways that we try to self-sabotage the things that we believe are monsters, but often is where our greatest superpowers lie. Mm. Yes. You know, something's coming up for me and I hate to interject, yeah. but I don't know why I'm getting this download, but this is yeah. how we roll. So here this it comes. This is how we roll. There's this theme right now coming up for me as you're talking about the shadow work and mm-hmm. the ancient wisdom of spirituality now as the new age spirituality. And I have this word that's coming up called, it just keeps coming up. It's oppression. Mm-hmm. And, and hear me out for a second. Maybe you can walk mm-hmm. me through this. But I feel like when you said that the new age is really the ancient, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. so now we're in this culture where we're told that everything is wrong with us, right? Mm-hmm. We're told that we have all these dark parts of us that need to be fixed. And I think that our culture and has, has pushed away our ancient knowing, right? That is mm-hmm. the truth of who we are. Mm-hmm. And it keeps mm-hmm. 
pushing that aside so the patriarchy right can keep mm -hmm. us trapped in this version mm -hmm. of this you know um ah, culturally acceptable version of what spirituality is and so i think that by keeping us wrong by keeping us bad by keep feeding um you know all the commercialism and all of the you know things we're supposed to buy keeps us small right mm -hmm. um and and i think it's really interesting because i think that that goes hand in hand and the goddess what you're speaking to is the woman that is going, no, screw that. Actually, fuck that. I'm not yeah. going to align with this. I'm going to go back to my ancient wisdom and I'm going to come out and say, no, I'm going to own my power and speak out and own my darkness so that I can alchemize into light. And that just came up for me as you're talking yeah. about ancient wisdom. And that's exactly what it is. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yes. And yeah. you know, that, that's what came up for me too. Really? And, then, and then all that. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and, and some people might love me or hate me for saying this, but because I was brought up in a religion and I still mm -hmm. hold a lot of shame from the mm -hmm. religion, what came up for me was this and that, you know, spirituality has uh, been demonized over the years as being, you know, anti this, anti that, like, it's not yes. acceptable according to many different religions mm -hmm. to where, you know, sometimes I will pull cards and I, it doesn't happen very often. In fact, it really hasn't happened lately at all. And I think it's a matter of the people I've manifested into our community, but where mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be called names and, you know, like, like you're a witch, doing, like a witch. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> which now people call me a witch and I'm like, yes, amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. But they meant it to be derogatory. They meant, yes. oh my gosh, you and your witchcraft and yes. your demons and your devil. It's the work of the devil. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. um, so I just wanted to interject for a second because I got the same download as you, wow. Jen. And it also brought me back to a lot of the shame that I carried growing up within a religion and desiring things in my life and feeling like I was separate from God. Therefore, mm -hmm. I could never be godly. Therefore, I should be ashamed of wanting to be around boys and dress a certain way and mm -hmm. do certain things. And I couldn't communicate it within the church because I felt like I had to oppress it and I had to push it down. Mm -hmm. Whereas with spirituality, I, I believe the reason why I can just speak from a personal experience and then from people that I, um, that I work with in that spirituality, it includes all of us and all of our desires and nobody's separate. Nobody should feel ashamed of how we want to show up, but rather embrace it and work through it. So it seems yes. to be more inclusive in this new age spirituality that we're talking about rather than separate or, um, you know, dual dualism versus, versus non-dualism. It's we are all as one. So let's connect Let's mm -hmm. work through it together and let's lock arms and, and actually do this together. It's not, you know, I'm holier than thou and you're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That said exactly. That said exactly. And the reason why you both got that download is that that's exactly what it is that, you know, we spend so much of our lives hiding, shrinking, holding back, you know, squeezing ourselves in, you know, emotionally, mentally, spiritually on every plane. And I will share with you that last year, you know, I, I wrote this book for nine months of starting in the, in the pandemic. 
And I wrote, it's actually the third book that I wrote last year. I wrote two books before that because I was teaching a course on how to write books for my spiritpreneur, for my spiritpreneurs. And I kept getting the, the, the download. I kept getting the hit. I kept getting the, the message that I needed to write this book. And I was scared to, mm. I was terrified to. So I kept pushing it away and saying, well, no, it wouldn't be the right book for my, my branding at the moment. It wouldn't be the book for my career at the moment moment. So yes. I need to write that book because, you know, logically with the masculine focused brain that there were other books that I needed to write that were more in alignment with the work that I was already doing. This book is more in alignment with my ancestors and my ancestral spirituality and African spirituality, which has been demonized, you know, from mm -hmm. the beginning, you know, of this, this Western experience. And so, you know, I tried not to, <laughs> to write this book and it was only when, you know, I finally said, you know, um, my my ancestors like okay fine fine i will do it fine you know and opened the door to doing it then everything happened then yes. hay house created for me the most perfect creative experience that i've had in my life then you know like things just wow. opened and <gasps> it ended up being completely different than i thought it would be completely different than they thought it would be, yep. you know, wow. my sisters, I have to share with you that it was originally supposed to be a 50,000 word book. Right. And so like a, a short little book and it's not about African <laughs> rituals. Yeah. And so I turned off the word count because I was like, okay, I don't want to tyrannize myself by like, yeah checking the words, you know, word count. So I turn off the word count. It's supposed to be 50,000 words. I go into a deep dive in interviewing people in my family, you know, tracking down, you know, interviewing spiritualists from, you know, throughout Africa and the Caribbean. Um, yeah. And my family, wow. I come from a family of healers. And so um, delving in with my family and, and learning things about my own personal history that I didn't even know that, like, for example, that, you know, I knew that a lot of my family are healers but I didn't know that we came from a tribe of healers that we wow. were yes and so all of those things and then when I turned the word count back on it was a hundred and twenty thousand words <laughs> and so I'd written two, two books and I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, they're going to hate it. You know, because again, you know, this is an, it's an evolving experience. And I think right. it's important for us to point that out because they think if you're a, a spiritual teacher or a coach or whatever, that you're like, oh, hallelujah, I'm healed. I'm done. None of us are done. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're still here. So, you know, my insecurities were like, oh my God, I wrote this like doorstop book and Hay House is going to be like, oh my God, what a mistake, what, you know, let's get rid of her or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> right? So I s send it to my editor and I don't hear anything from her for like three days, which of course then sends my anxiety oh my into gosh. overdrive. Like I already have anxiety and it sent my anxiety into an overdrive. And then she's like, I want, you know, she, she was like, um, let's set up a time to talk. And I'm like, Oh my God. You know, I called my best friend and I was like, Oh my God, she wants to talk to me. This is horrible. You know, oh my God, I don't know what to do. She's going to tell me I have to, you know, like cut this book down or whatever. And my beautiful editor, God bless Melody Guy, 
beautiful goddess. She, we get on the line and she's like, you know, she's like, Abiola, she's like, thank you for this book. She said, I have to force myself to stop reading it as a fan and as someone who is being empowered and enlightened by your words and remind myself that I'm your editor. And she said that, you know, she said it's it's way longer, obviously, than what we requested. She said, but it's not fluff. There's no fluff here. So let's try to figure out how we can get this book out there in the way that you and your saying your ancestors intended. Mm. And she said, okay, well, it was supposed to be hardcover, you know, and, and this book in hardcover would be too expensive. So she was like, okay, I'm going to tell them let's do it in paperback. And she's like, okay, let's change the dimensions because it was supposed to be like this size. She's like, let's change the dimensions. And she was like, let's add artwork because we had already started working with an artist, you know, my amazing artist, uh, Destiny Powell on the Oracle cards. She was like, let's add artwork to the book. So then it becomes a goddess resource book in addition, you know, and we did that. And um, Patty Gift at Hey House was so loving and so receptive and so got it. And it was because I, summoned up the courage to say in that moment, okay, although I'm feeling like the logical thing to do is just write this other book about spiritual business because that's what I was coaching on and that's the logical point path to go down and that would be the financially lucrative path to go down. And my ancestors said something different and I said, okay, yes. What the woo-woo? What the woo-woo? What the woo-woo-woo-woo witchery? Woo-woo witchery! <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it. We are. We're talking about intuition and manifestation. Megan, I manifested you. And I manifested you. And here we are in the soul shed. And here we are in the soul shed. And you know what's so funny is our husbands call us witches. We are witches. We are what woo-woo witches. It means we can manifest cool shit. <laughs> You guys, we would love for you to come meet us in our community cauldron at our next event, the Soul Success Summit. Did you just say community cauldron? (laughs) (laughs) Did I just make that up or did I hear that somewhere? No, I think that's fantastic because we are going to mix up a great, great brew for all of you listening with our amazing sisterhood where you can connect with us. And we're gonna come to you live online where we're getting out of the soul shed and into the Soul Success Summit. Oh my goddess. We are gonna be talking about all things from ways that you can access and activate your intuitive abilities to manifest like an Olympic athlete. So. The woo-woo shit is not just for witches, it's for everyone. That's right. And we're going to turn you into a witch by the time you're done. (laughs) Watch out. And if you're really looking to level up your business, to really scale your business this year and lead from heart instead of book, then this is where you want to be on September 30th and October 1st, live with us. So in addition to hearing from Meg and Jen, yes, I just did refer to myself in the third person. (laughs) Love when you do that. You're going to hear from so many incredible speakers who, yes, you might consider witches, but they're just really brilliant at the application of 
how you, yes you, can get out of the logic, stop the self-sabotage, and start manifesting like the Olympic athlete that is inside of you. Yeah, and if you're ready to stop hustling, stop forcing, and instead really tap into your divine feminine and manifest from flow and fluidity, this is where you want to be. You can find out all the juicy details at soulascendpodcast.com. I, Jen yeah. and I are going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. I, I had this download when, as you're speaking. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had this download as you're speaking that I just want, I, I want to know. Like, I want to know. I, wanna, I want you to share with us one of the rituals. I want to yes. know. I want an example of what that is. Because yes. there's people listening. They're like, what's a ritual? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, what do I do? Like, and I know, yeah. I know that I, we really like this podcast to be very... Um, interactive and mm-hmm. give our audience, you know, a strategy to mm-hmm. use yes. after the interview. Mm-hmm. So could you possibly um, share yeah. one of those downloads yes. and rituals with yes. us? And before you do that, I'm going to interject again because I have to. And <laughs> I just, I just want to highlight this whole, cause we were here with you in your journey of like, I'm writing a book and it's supposed to be this, but I'm going to break the rules and do this. And then, Hey, how says this, but I'm going to break the rules and do this because I have divine guidance from my ancestors and you're a fucking rule breaker. And that has manifested into this contract with Hay House and this gorgeous, gorgeous book that is impacting so many people right now and giving people tools to be able to activate their goddess Uri. I just we can add that to the wow. It's another soul ascend dictionary <laughs> word. I like it. But I just wanted to highlight that you've manifested this incredible creation because you are a fucking rule breaker. And our listeners are like you and they're they're either rule breakers or they want to break the rules. And I believe that breaking the rules can be one of the highest forms of spirituality because we're not listening to what these, you know, quote unquote upper people are telling us to do, but we're actually listening to what our divine wisdom is saying, what our guides are saying, and we're responding to that. So I just had to highlight that for a second because that story was so powerful that I want to make sure people are getting that and you honoring your intuition you've been able to manifest this incredible project. And so I hope that whoever's listening needs to hear this if they're getting the nudge, but then somebody else is saying, oh, it has to fit within a certain box or look a certain way and be packaged with a pretty bow. Listen to what your inner knowing is telling you and respond to that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And this is what we were talking about in our previous conversation, right, Megan, about the power of intuition. And intuition, I'm glad that you brought intuition back up. Uh, We will get to the rituals in a second, but because intuition is how the divine speaks to us. So a lot of times, you know, people are like, you know, well, you know, we're looking for like these tremendous signs, you know, but maybe it's just the nudge that says, hey, why don't you call that person back? Hey, you know, maybe go to that event. You know, is that thing still happening in the park? Maybe check that out. 
Oh, you know what? Maybe tell that person about that course that you're thinking of of launching, you know, that you're you're nervous about or excited about or whatever. Maybe mention it to this guy and see what you know. And so that is how the divine speaks to us. That's how divine guidance, you know, speaks to us. And and the beautiful thing about divination, like oracle cards, which I know that you know you, you're very passionate about as well, is that that allows us to be able to to process and to access sometimes those downloads if you're if you find challenges in necessarily you know in, in being able to hear that guidance it gives you maybe a more concrete tool and a concrete way of looking and and accessing what that guidance is mm-hmm. yes and so rituals i want to just say that you know when it comes to rituals we're all already doing them so if you have ever blown out candles on a birthday cake why are you doing that it's a ritual. If you've ever, you know, had a Christmas tree, if, if you've ever, when someone sneezed, said, bless you, those are all rituals. Okay. We are already doing rituals all the time, but because they're a part of our society, we don't question them. We don't think about them and they don't seem like, you know, something strange. You know, it's only rituals that are outside of whatever our group is that seem odd to us or seem strange to us. So I wanted to just put that out there and just say, you're already doing rituals. Um, And so one of the fun things is that there are certain rituals that seem, you know, more fun and superfluous, like, you know, and then there are others that are, you know, are deeper and heavier. So a ritual could be as simple as there's something that's called a a sweetening jar. And this is actually comes through the African American hoodoo tradition. And so one of the things that you could do on the new, there's a perfect new moon ritual because new moon energy is about, you know, on the new moon, the the moon is, is, you know, practically invisible and it's ready to expand your energy into its magic. And so whatever you feed into the new moon is going to expand. And so that's the perfect time for a self-love ritual. And so one of the things about doing practical magic, which is what this is, is, you know, that a lot of it is very intuitive and very logical. So if you're wanting to sweeten your relationship with yourself, get all of the things that are sweet. So you can get some honey that is local to you, your environment, where you're from or where your folks, where your people, you know, come from, where your ancestors come from. You can get, you know, some sugar, like brown sugar. You can use, you know, um, Hershey's Kisses even, right? And so you get them all with a mason jar. Mason jars are also great for doing magic. And you can get, you know, 28 slips of paper, 28, um, because that's the the number of days of the of our inner cycles and the cycles of the tides. And it is a mystical and magical number. And on each of those slips of paper, you can either write what you're calling in and inviting into the world for yourself. Or you can write what you love about yourself already, gratitude, or do a mixture. I like doing a mixture because it says to our brain, when you write the things that you're grateful for, those things already exist. And you write the things that you're wanting to manifest and those things that, you know, in theory do not yet exist, your brain puts them all together and says, oh, okay, you know, this is all happening. I, I, I see this. I recognize this. And so you can put it, you put it into a jar, you layer it like lasagna with, you know, the honey, Ooh, it's like the a brown sugar. Yes, maybe your favorite chocolate, a 
along with putting in the slips of paper, you know, and with each one, you know, just closing your eyes, you know, after you write it, seeing it, you know, seeing the picture in your mind's eye and giving thanks. You could say ashe, which ashe means it's the it's Africa, it's the the life force energy in Yoruba culture. So you can say ashe for each, you know, which is like a so be it. And you put each one there in this sweetening jar, and you're layering it. Maybe we'll do this together in a in another video, or you know, so that they could see it and experience it. Yes, and then. You could, you know, keep it for another 28-day cycle where you have a candle on top of it, you know, and whatever it is that you're oh wanting to pull God. in for yourself. So it could be a pink or green candle symbolizing love, or it could be a red candle symbolizing security, you know, root chakra energy, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting to, and you feed, you you you, you want to activate the ashe, so you shake the jar up and you speak to it and you light the candle, you know, every day for those 28 days. And, it, and what one of the things that I like to say is that, you know, you could every day while you're, when you're doing this ritual, Give yourself the gift of, okay, what, what is the most loving choice I could make for myself right now? Maybe it's going and doing a bath. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's sitting in bonbons on your, you know, I don't know if bonbons exist. I don't know. I'm an American. But yeah, you know, maybe it's eating basket ramen. I don't know. You know, the answer is different for you. Maybe it's working out, whatever. The answer is different for each of us. And so each of those 28 days, if you do that and you're feeding the ashe in your, you know, your self-love jar and loving up on yourself in that way, it's such a simple thing but it is sweetening. The reason we put sweet things in the jar is that you are sweetening love with yourself. Mm, yes. And traditionally, this ritual was done by healers to help other, help people, help you to fall in love with other people. So it is a magical spell to, you know, <laughs> a little inside uh, baseball here. If you were wanting to, you know, I, I don't necessarily recommend love spells because I feel like for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, but you could put yourself and someone else in the jar, you oh. know, um, I say, if you're already together, for me, that's a healthier way to go. Put you, the two of you in the so jar can together. can and I do this together? Can we do it? Yeah. Together? Can we be I in the honeypot together? Our sweet yeah. love parfait jar. Yeah. We want to be glued to each other for life. Yes. Yes, yes. Yay, sisterhood. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I recommend doing it as a self-love process first so that you're, you know, activating the love and the, and the wonder and the splendor. You adding feeding the jar as i said i love it i love that okay thank you for the ritual i've been waiting for that <laughs> I, I i hope our retreat attendees aren't listening because I, I, I feel like we should do that I, I feel like we should too. yes yes they should they should even if they're listening they you're should. going to do okay. it it's not happening listening. Close your ears. It's not happening. <laughs> we love surprises at our retreats. <laughs> oh, Abiola, what a beautiful interview. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, we have something that we do want to bring up with you. Mm -hmm. So we like to spring a little surprise uh -oh. on our guests. Okay. Are you ready? Um, Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. So <laughs> we create these two things, and I'll tell you about the first one. And we ask our guests to co-create them with us. 
So the first thing that we do is we create what's called an ascendment for our mm-hmm. listeners. And an ascendment is like a mantra. It's something that our audience can take with them through the week to remember all the nuggets of gold that you shared um, today here on the interview. And then the second thing we do, I'll let Megan tell about. As a soul assignment, which is essentially an action step. We want our listeners to remember this conversation, uh, not just as they're listening, but after and implement some of the action steps that we're going to give them so that they can continue to activate their own goddess within and remember you. So they, you know, know that they're not alone, but this podcast is not just for them to listen to, but actually take with them into their day-to-day life. So Mm. let's start with the Mm. ascendment and then Mm. maybe we can culminate a soul assignment in our cauldron. Oh, I love it. Our okay, cauldron. So- <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's mix it up. Okay, so the way that I'm going to do it is I'm going to pull a card from my new deck, which is not available. <gasps> I was hoping yet. you would do that. Yay! And that will give us the guidance for, so do you give your part of the mantra first or how do we do it? No, we just really create it together. It's this okay. little beautiful circle, this triangle, and um, we have downloads and then we just get to co-create. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. So here's, here's the deck. So I'm going to show you guys. So pretty. So mm. the deck. It's called African Goddess Rising. You have to say rising like that. Rising. rising. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm thinking about the number seven. So I'm just going to. Oh, I just got my Enneagram done and I, I figured out I'm a seven. Oh, you are? You are. <laughs> I don't know what that means yet. I'm going to find out. You're going to find out. <laughs> okay, so here we go. She's shuffling the deck. This beautiful purple deck. Okay, and so I'm going to pull from the top. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I pulled Gangangsara. Ooh. You have to say her name like that too, because she, she is a, she's from Tobago, the island of Tobago, which is Trinidad and Tobago TNT. Ooh. And she is, I think we pulled her because she's known as the witch of Golden Grove, because we were talking about witch energy yes. earlier. Yes. And witchy, witchy. her, the card that we pulled is on resistance. So that means to me that our mantra that we want to create is something what is the opposite of resistance. Mm-hmm. So if resistance is us holding ourselves outside of our stream of greatness, um, shrinking, hiding, holding back, yes. then the opposite of that is showing up. Mm. So uh, a very simple, you know, I show up for myself or showing up, you know, I, I show up, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm. You yes. know, those kinds of, that kind of energy, you know, I feel like is where we want our mantra to be. I love it. I, I'm feeling like we need to include goddess here. So how would you feel about Ooh. this? Um, I am ready to fully show up for my inner goddess. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to reawaken and show up for my goddess. I feel like people, I, I like the goddess word. I like the goddess word. Yes. Do you like that? I, of course, I, I love it. So let's, let's make it, I now, I now show up and embrace my inner goddess. Beautiful. Powerfully. Yes. Powerfully. I now show up and embrace my inner goddess. Love it. As, as I say, you are the goddess, you are the temple. 
Beautiful. Thank you. That. that was fun. You're welcome. Okay. So we've got our, our ascendments. Yeah. Now, Abiola, based on this conversation, we've touched on a lot and we've gone deep. What would be a great next step, soul mm-hmm. assignment for somebody who's listening that wants to embrace the goddess within? So a beautiful soul step would be, I'm going to give you actually something that is very, um, very practical. I'm thinking because we pulled the card of resistance. So something to help us to shift out of that, which is morning journaling or morning pages. Mm -hmm. And so I would recommend that for the next, how often, how often does your podcast come out? Three times a month. Okay, so for the next, is it the next 12 days until they hear another podcast? Uh, probably About another week. Or 10, another week. Okay, yes. all right. So another, so for the next, um, for the next, yeah, there are 36 days a month, sorry. Well, we, <laughs> so we do, we do every week and then the last week of the month we take off. So, okay, there you go. Okay, so for the next seven days, number yes. seven again, the next seven <laughs> days, when you wake up in the morning for the first thing in the morning, you know, have a, a journal and writing utensil ready on standby so that you don't have to look for it. And for 30 minutes or three pages, whichever comes first, I want you to free write. Just write all of the gunk that is there in your mind, whatever you're thinking without editing it, without you know, judging it without worrying about spelling or punctuation, or it's not to be, you're not writing to reread it. You're not writing it for anyone else. You're writing it to just get the thoughts out that are there that are blocking you, that are helping to create resistance so that you can more get into the flow. Mm. And so for the next seven days, 30 minutes or three pages, whichever comes first, every morning, you're going to free write. Mm. I love, you know, you guys know yeah. I love free writing. Yeah, I love that. And it's, it's, yes. it's a great habit to get into. But do you feel like, Abiola, if people are like, um, I don't have 30 minutes, do you think that free writing is, can be done in a shorter amount of time if there's some resistance? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You can do it. And actually, it's not, it's not for, the, for the three pages. It, it usually takes 20 minutes. Sorry. Okay. So, so it's 30, yeah, for, for three pages or 20 minutes, whichever okay. comes first. But if you don't have that, whatever it is that you have mm-hmm. is valuable. Yep, yeah. You I have like five to- minutes. Five minutes is of value. Yeah. Yes. And the reason I say that is because I think sometimes when people hear that and they're like, well, if I can't do 30 minutes, I can't do it at all. Yeah. Right. So right. I want our audience to be able to say, well, let's give yourself some grace and say, no matter what, you can at least right. do half a page. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. Cool. And what's cool is that, sorry, Jen, I stepped on no, your words okay. there. That's okay. What's cool is that, you know, after when you're at the end of like, okay, I'm, I'm free writing. I want you then to just start writing phrases of, again, things that you are calling in, things that you are actualizing, things that, you know, that you're manifesting, things that you're creating and writing about yourself in the third person. So I could write, you know, Abiola is this, that, and the other. Abiola has that. Or, you know, like if it would have been a year called, you know, Abiola has a new book with Hey House. Abiola is coming out with a new deck of Oracle cards. Abiola is having a happy, healthy relationship. Abiola is eating wonderful foods that feel good. Abiola is having great relationships with, you know, her friend group. So, So at the end, just, you know, start to write about, you know, what it is that you're calling in as if it is already so. Yes. 
Mm. Future pull it in. Woman, yes. what, what, what do you say? Woman, woman manifesting. manifesting. So like manifesting, <laughs> woman <We're> manifesting. manifesting. <laughs> I, have you guys ever seen? So I married an axe murderer. Oh, of course, <laughs> you know when you go, <laughs> woman. Whoa, man! Every time I, I, I look at your book, I say to myself. Whoa, manifesting. <laughs> you have to say, like, whoa. <laughs> oh, this is too fun. Oh, my gosh. You are a breath of fresh air. I love co creating with you, Abiola. Thank you so much for just all of the beautiful work that you do and for enlightening us today. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I love being in Goddess Circle with you both. Thank so you. So much fun. Yes. <laughs> Did you love this episode? We love connecting with our audience and we want to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share. You can also follow us on Instagram at Soul Ascend Podcast. And don't forget, when you write a five-star review, screenshot it and send it to us at info at soulascendpodcast.com and we will send you our top 10 manifestation hacks 